0: I'm Liz Holliday and this is VIBE. Rick Olivo is a true renaissance man. For decades, Rick has been a creative force using his talents to help shape the Lakeland community. I had a chance to sit down with him recently and discuss his life and his work. So Rick, yeah. can you tell me a bit about your background in the arts?
1: Okay, um, I, uh, I was the kid of, from um, my parents were immigrated here from uh, Puerto Rico in back in the 50s and uh, of course they wanted a doctor or a lawyer or a judge or something mm-hmm. and uh, I was into the arts uh, which was not th- their cup of tea. Uh, I uh, I was eligible for uh, Bronx High School of Science and uh, that was a very technical school that would have led me into being a doctor. Uh, and I applied for that because they insisted. And I also applied for uh, High School of Art and Design. And uh, both of them came at the same time. And I had the key to the mailbox. So one went, ha, and the other went, If <laughs> you can guess which one was which. Yeah. Uh, I had to make some lifetime decisions early. And that was, I was going to be an artist. And I knew that it, it it was fraught with a lot of stuff that was not uh, pleasant, but it was worth it, and it's always been worth it. Okay,
0: that's awesome. So you grew up in the Bronx. Yes, in the Bronx. Okay, and you did. So what what did you start focusing on? What did you What did you start off with with your arts? Okay,
1: uh, I've always I've always done the arts. I went to the military, came back. As a medic, go figure. And uh, uh, I started working in the hospital, and then I uh, I joined uh, South Com- Bronx Community Action Theater, and I started directing there. And uh, I also was involved with uh, with uh, street theater. Uh, I was a very uh, I had a lot of uh, religious background, and we wanted to promote that and we didn't have a lot but we uh, we did some puppets and clowns and we're, we were like guerrilla war guerrilla acting because we we wouldn't act we would it was very hard to get what do you call those again uh, a license or to, to be able Permit. to permits mm-hmm. yeah very hard to get permits so what we do is we get yellow tape put it out on a street, okay, and then perform right there. We perform plays. We perform uh, skits, sketches, uh, and pretty much uh, people say, well, I, uh, Rick, you didn't go to a theater school. Oh, yes, I did. The streets of New York, if you're not good, they're gonna tell you, okay? They are so honest. So
0: this was all around New York City, Manhattan?
1: And, and no, this was in, in the South Bronx. In the South Bronx, I mean, okay. in the, the pit of hell. And and those people weren't going to take, if they didn't like it, you not only are you not, you're going to get booed, you might even get beat up. I mean, that's that's the the name of the game there. And uh, you, you get a real knowledge of how to get your audience, you know? And uh, I see people, Come and go with with master's degree and in, in uh, theater and all that stuff, and I giggle because they haven't got a clue,
0: haven't got a clue. All right. So okay. So you've done directing. Yes. And uh, you've done direct. <laughs> okay. Everything okay? Oh, I,
1: oh, and I also uh, eventually I uh, I tried out for acting uh, in in Manhattan, and I got a. Uh, a uh, spot on a uh, closed circuit tv they didn't have uh you know it was back in the 60s 70s uh the 70s and uh i got a spot as a uh, uh artist on a kid's show and uh this we my protege was a little blonde lady mm-hmm. and she was the uh masculine building and and I was the very artsy fartsy guy, <laughs> and uh, we did ten episodes of that. I was paid for that. It was it was fun, so I did professional uh, movie, uh, TV in New York long long time ago.
0: Okay, so could could you give me like a like a list of job? T- I don't know. Like so, no, for title. me, it could be like you, it could be like actor, okay. so director, okay. painter, sculptor, okay. actor. I, I,
1: I became a teacher in the school system. I wowed them so much that they pulled me out of the classroom, and they made me an illustrator for the uh, for special ed in uh, the the main center of of uh, they used I I forget what it was called, but where where everything hubs to, and uh, I also became a troubleshooter, and I'd go to classes and I'd sit there and time you know, and, and find out what was going on, what was how, what people were teaching, what were they were teaching wrong. Uh, I uh, eventually became uh, the uh, the go-to guy for anything that has to do with arts. And what happened was, one of the times I was in the library and one of the librarians says, uh, we were talking, and I says, what's the biggest problem with libraries? He says, nobody comes here. I mean, it's the South Bronx. And, Oh well, it was the Bronx, and nobody comes here, and so I said, "Well, we we can fix that." So I have a, a friend who's a photographer, mm-hmm. Dennis Fellas, and I did met uh, uh, Planet of the Apes was on, so I did uh, the prosthetics and the costume for Planet of the Apes, and then I made a, a short uh, video, not video, um, uh, a slideshow of how. We do prosthetics. And I put some prosthetics on some of the kids. And uh, we got uh, notoriety from that. We were in the New York Daily News. We were in the Post. Uh, we were even in the, uh, what do you call that? Uh, the National Enquirer. Because what happened was, we quadrupled the uh, the attendance in, uh, not only in the South Bronx, in the whole uh, New York area, we quadrupled it as far as people coming and becoming members of the, of the so that's kind of, it, it, it wasn't money, but it, it was more than money to me because I was serving my community yeah. on, on a basic level. Um, it was It was great, it was fun. That's
0: a, uh, that sounds awesome.
1: Okay, that's, yeah. that, no, that's, that's, that's awesome. what I did, what, one yeah. of the things that I did I also started a, my own little theater up in uh, the, the South Bronx. And uh, things were getting a little rough. It was uh, the 80s. Uh, a lot of crack and people were dying in the streets, literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember seeing body, you know, on the subway steps, dead. Not, you know, just sleeping. I said, no, my, I don't want to have my kids go through this. And we, I was a t- as a teacher, I wasn't making enough money, and w- I was redlined really. Uh, I couldn't get into the nicer neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I decided to move out, and we moved here.
0: So, so you moved from the Bronx to Lakeland. To,
1: to Lakeland, yes. okay. And uh, of course, all the energy and all that stuff. I still wanted to do it. I did in Lakeland, and so I uh, volunteered for the. Um, Win Heaven. and before you know it they obviously love me and I love them and I started directing there uh, directed children's theater and uh, I felt like it was very resp- again I, you have to realize I think big mm-hmm. you know the this little thinking just doesn't work for me I'm not satisfied with little things and I, I told uh, uh, Norman Small I got to grow. I got to get out of this. This is not enough for me. He says, well, okay. Lakeland parents have been squawking because they don't have theater. You know, enough theater. Maybe you could do something there. Sure as shooting, they embraced me. And uh, we started theater in Lakeland. And I did it for about three years.
0: So you founded the, what was the group called? Pied Pipers. Okay, you founded the Pied Pipers in Lakeland and that became Lakeland Community Theater? Yes. Now, are you still involved with the community theater? No,
1: no. I, uh, I've tried to cut off a lot of things because I have a heart condition. As a matter of fact, that's why I had to leave uh, the theater. I was, I think, in my third year, and uh, I was diagnosed that I only had three years to live. That's about 40 years ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I still have it, and you can kind of get the breath. You know, when I have to catch my breath and stuff like that, So I can't take on as big a project as I would want to. But I'm trying to encourage other people to uh, carry the baton. Mm -hmm. You know, it's uh, 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 Newton, uh, what's his name, Um, uh, the the scientist. Um, Isaac Newton? Isaac Uh Newton. He says, we stand on the shoulders of giants. What oh God, I want somebody to stand on my shoulders.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you've talked about, a lot about the theater, but there's all this amazing art here. Um, t- can you talk a little bit about maybe your visual arts in Lakeland? Because I know you do a lot. Uh, okay, maybe talk about I, your okay, yeah. teaching I, uh, and-
1: I had a, a mural that's been painted over, uh, over on uh, Edgewood and, uh, and uh, South Florida. It was on Saint David's Church, and that was uh, imitation uh, stained glass. And people would walk by and they thought it was stained glass, but it was really on cement. Uh, I've uh, I taught at uh, Rochelle, you know, School of the Arts, and uh, a lot of the students that I helped up still keep in touch with me, and. Uh, uh, they've a lot of them have become famous mm-hmm. i mean and and i i know more of them i just got a hold of one um oh, two months ago uh, no a month ago and he's uh i said uh so chris what are you doing he says well uh i'm an artist i said where do you live he says and he said, right off of park avenue i said oh in a refrigerator box because <laughs> <laughs> hey you can't afford that neighborhood he says, no, no, I own an apartment there. Wow. Yeah, and I says, what do you do? He says, well, I went to, no, you know, for after being with me, he says that he went to North Dakota and he fell in love with the beadwork and he started working beadwork. And uh, a, uh, uh, what do you call it, a salon or whatever it is in uh, New York, saw his work. And for 10 years, he's been doing that. And he says just make buku bucks. Wow. So, and, and there are a lot of students out there that we have uh, nurtured. I mean, Lakeland, sometimes I get angry because it's almost like we're the nursery, and they walk away, and people say, well, there's no art in Lakeland. Well, you, there's no art in Lakeland because they're all over the place. <laughs> I, I have a a, for us, I also teach theater. I mean, uh, teach acting. And I have one uh, student who is an acting student, and he's uh, uh, so rednecky, you know, but he, he's the sweetest guy in the world. But it, it, he's, you know, to down home and you know, shucks, and you know, the mm-hmm. last person you expect to be in, on a fancy. Well, he went to Milan, and he's one of those models that
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you see him in the suit, and I, I start laughing. I says, that's the guy with the with the hat and the, and the fishing pole. Yeah. But uh, they're all over the place.
0: Yeah. Well, what do you specifically love about the art community that exists now in Lakeland?
1: Uh, what's happening with the art community now in Lakeland is they're more inclusive. Um, I see an attempt to try to keep them here in Lakeland uh, to an extent it's working, uh, very little. I, I think uh, with the internet people have to realize that with the internet you do not have to go to New York to be a New York artist. You do not have to go to LA, you know. Uh, you can sell your work, You I travel, ba- I travel back and forth from New York whenever I have to. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Making Lakeland your home. Uh, we have to promote Lakeland as a place where you, where you want to raise your family.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, my, my daughter, she's not from here. She's from uh, Wisconsin, Madison, Wisconsin. But that's why she's in Wisconsin. It's a place where she could raise a family. I mean, New York is no place to raise a family. L.A. is no place. She says, L.A.'s plastic. You know, mm-hmm. you know it's ridiculous. New York is hustle and bustle and, you know, it's rough and tumble and she likes it, but no, that's not where I want to raise a family. And I, we've got to start promoting to these artists, hey, you can have your cake and eat it too. Mm -hmm. It's it's a new world out here. Computers, internet, all those things keep you abreast of everything. You don't have to be in New York, you know, and we need those people here for, for selfish reasons because we want our children to be influenced by these people. Yeah. The reason I'm here and the reason I influence people is because I am invested here. We have to get them invested mm-hmm. in Lakeland somehow.
0: So what do you like about Lakeland? Because it drew you and you, you stuck. <laughs> yeah. So well, it's stuck. Yeah, well stuck, yeah, yeah. But, but what do you like way. about it? Is, uh, it's,
1: it's not a big city. It's not a small city. It's uh, relatively friendly. I mean, I won't say that you won't meet a crazy guy every now and then, but it's relatively friendly. And it's, uh, I hate to say it because some people are going to say otherwise. It's basically sincere. Basically, it's sincere. And sincerity is something that's hard to come by nowadays, you know. Mm-hmm. In LA, hey boy, you're doing great. You know, in New York, it's I got a car, I got to sell you. Here, it's laid back and sincere, and I love that. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: What is? Uh, I don't know if we'll use this either, but what? Um, what do you like to do in Lakeland? Like, where do you like to go out? What do you? What do you like to?
1: I'm. Uh, I like to go to Palace Pizza, and draw people. And I have people who. We say, well, you could put out a a tip jar. I said, what for? It's because you can make money. Not that I'm a rich man, but that's not why I do it. It's because I get to talk to people who are strangers. I get to make friends with people who I never knew. And I get to be Santa Claus and give them a gift of my artwork without them having to pay for it. You know
0: what, I think you did a portrait of my daughter at the punk rock flea market. Were you there? I've been there. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, she I was walking around. She was with my husband. And and uh, she came back with a portrait. I think yeah, you were, if that that must have been yeah. you. Cool. Um, let's see. That's one of the things I do. You know, I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna do this with you guys together. But um, can you talk a little bit about the project you're working on now? Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, uh, Gabby is the boss. Okay. Uh, she, uh, she has a, a friend who was opening a restaurant, and uh, the option was a sculpture piece or a painting. And he ha- happened to love this particular sculpture piece, but to get it from South America here would be outrageously expensive. So uh, we uh, talked to him, and we said we can make it for you so that, you, don't, you know, it's, it'll be similar because I will never copy another artist's work, but it'll be similar. And you'll enjoy it so but um we're together working on this
0: that's and great now funny. did you know Gabby before
1: this no project? no no yes I did uh, uh, she called me it says I hear you're a great teacher I says yeah she says uh, I want to do a, a, a Valentine's Day thing where we could have couples you know do artwork together and I said that's great because I'm very classical, and she's very free-flowing, and it was a great combination. Uh, we, we, should, we should make a TV show out of this, because <laughs> she has she brings different things to the plate, and I bring different things to the plate, mm-hmm. and me, I'm me, <laughs> and she's very serious. <laughs> well, not no- normally, she's very serious.
0: Okay. so what are all the projects that you're involved in right now it right could be now. it could be even you're teaching at the museum or anything like what well I teach
1: and this every summer I teach at the museum I teach uh, uh, painting drawing uh, theater all that stuff uh, I uh, I also have adult classes that I teach at the museum most of my stuff comes out of the museum uh, I have, my daughter wanted me to move to New York. She says, Dad, you know, you make a ton of money. I mean, it would take less than six months and you'd probably be making six figures, you know? And I says, yeah, but it's a a lifestyle. I'm really so used to this lifestyle, Mm -hmm. you know? uh, And it's so very little pressure. And I enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is there, where could people see your art? Do you have any art out in public or?
1: Yeah, I, I designed the original too. them swans that you see everywhere. You know, and uh, now they're a thing. Because they, when they made them, first uh, I did the originals. They made molds. And uh, f- from the molds, they made the copies. And then they smashed the molds. So now, if you want to do a swan, it becomes, uh, it, 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 it's, you gotta have a lot of street credit to get a swan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not only is it hard to buy them, but you have to be somebody that knows uh, somebody to get one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I know that they're redoing a couple of them right now. Yeah. I think, I think Harrison maybe got one of them. So, um, let's see. I feel like we now t- my daughter. Your what? My daughter. Oh yeah. So can you talk about your family, your daughter?
1: Oh, now that you mention it. Uh, Yeah, I, my daughter, uh, I hate to say it because it sounds bad, but I never, never really put a lot into her getting great parts in in the theater. Uh, She was the more demure, quiet one.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, My older one was... More ta ta all over the place, and I figured she'd would be the one. Uh, I asked Karen when she was twelve, uh, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And she says, "I want to be a rich actress." I said, "Well, what would you like to be if you can't be a rich actress?" She thought for a while. And she says, "A poor actress." There was no option. There was no options in her mind, and and uh, she had she surprised me because she's the kind that burns her bridges behind her as far as she's not, she's she has her goals and that's how she got there. But it cost her a lot. Uh, for five years she was sleeping in couches, a friend's couches all over New York or whatever because she couldn't make it. But, uh, and she called me and she'd be crying and she'd say, Dad, I'm, I'm too dark or my hair's too long and I'm too skinny or I'm too fat, you know, uh, after the, auditions. And I said, well, do something else. She said, I can't do anything else. This is all I know. Because she burned her bridges. But because she burned her bridges, she had no option but to move forward. (laughs) And look what it got her.
0: So what what does she do? Or what has she done lately?
1: Well, lately, she is now the lead in Moulin Rouge. Uh, She's gonna play Satine. Uh, She uh, she wrote the part pretty much for the for the play uh, because she was involved with the writing team and uh, she was going to walk away and go back to madison wisconsin and they said no we want you to be sexy so cool
0: yeah i can't wait to see that yeah. so what was that other little play she was in
1: a little play she she was in this uh uh this obscure puerto rican thing uh in the heights okay and uh she's also in uh, uh some political thing called um, what is it? Um, uh, uh, mm,
0: Alexander. Someone. Yeah, Ale- yeah,
1: Alexander something Hamilton <laughs> or whatever, you know, some obscure guy. <laughs> yeah, and uh, she's she's pretty much been uh, she's been to uh, fancy places uh, like Austria. She's sung in Austria. Uh, she's uh, done the, she's done movies. Uh, she's done uh, uh, what do you call it man? A, t- a TV show? Uh, what's that? What was that show? Uh, uh, Harry's Law. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was in Harry's Law. She was a, a regular there. Okay. Yeah, before it cut out. What
0: What role did she have in Hamilton, though?
1: She uh, Angelica. Wow. And yeah, and and uh, they she's been asked. One of the one of the uh, songs that Angelica sings—it's mm-hmm. a showstopper. I—I I hate to tell you, I don't remember what it is. Uh, She—that was written for her specifically by Lin-Manuel uh, before Hamilton, and he needed a number to fill in, mm-hmm. and he called her and he says, "Can I use that?" He says, "Sure, it's your it's your music," and so uh, uh, it was basically written for her. But, you know, it made it out to Hamilton. Wow. Yeah.
0: So I listen to the Hamilton soundtrack all the time. Right, right. Is, is that her voice or did she come always. later? That's always. her voice?
2: Always. Wow. <laughs> always her voice. So
0: I sing along to your daughter's voice. Oh, yes. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. That's so cool. That's so cool. What, what would you say to anyone who wants to get into, maybe they're an artist and they want they want to get involved in the arts community. Maybe they just moved here, or maybe they're just graduating from high school or in high school and they kind of want to, you know, embrace Lakeland and get into the arts community. Do you have any advice for them?
1: Uh, You could get in several levels. Uh, You can do it as a hobby, you know, be part of uh, the community theater here, or be part of the guilds, the art guilds, and start off small and taste it. Do I really want to, you know, leave my regular job to do this? Mm -hmm. Am I willing to suffer for it? It's basically what we're talking about. Um, But there's, I always tell parents of my students that when parents tell their kids there's no money in the arts, they're just making a slot for your child because their child's not going to try out, but yours will. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, it's it's rough, it's competitive, and uh, it brings out the best in people. Uh, I can't say we we always look at life for comfort, and unfortunately, comfort means mediocrity, and then we wonder why we're not satisfied with life. If you take a bite of the apple, okay, you're going to find out that it's going to challenge you. It's going to be something that you have to work hard for. It's going to be something that you have to strive for. And all of a sudden, you have a meaning in life. Uh, Life isn't that job that you go to all the time. It's not the kids that you're washing dishes for. It's, yes, you do those things but it's, you have a goal, you have uh, something that is quote unquote unattainable unless you place everything you got in it, okay? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that that people don't do in life is they don't take it by the the grapefruits, okay?
2: (laughs) (laughs) They don't, they,
1: they say, I'm comfortable. Well, it's comfortable to have the beer here, you know and the channel changer and uh, TV dinner and it's fine but how many years you're gonna go through that and then what well, by the time you're 60 or 70 what do you got to show for it now me people say well what do you got to show for it memories oh my god you know I've been to places I've seen people I've, I have I have I have rubbed shoulders with the great okay and uh, Yes, maybe they don't know me anymore, but I have, I can die fulfilled. Mm-hmm. I am the warrior that has battled, not the warrior that has sat back and watched.
0: So is it true that you don't have a cell phone?
1: <laughs> right now, I don't have a cell phone.
0: <laughs> okay, right now. Yeah, right now. I lost it. Okay. <laughs> I, lost it. okay. <laughs> I thought you just didn't have oh, a cell no, phone. Oh, no, no, no. And I was like, wow, I don't well, know. I don't
1: use it that, that often. I mean, you know. Okay. But, uh it, it's it's you have to realize people are missing out so much you know sometimes I wonder why people are on drugs okay mm-hmm. and, and what it is is there's no fulfillment in life there's no there's no nothing to reach for mm-hmm. uh, no I one. think human beings love to be on their tiptoes mm-hmm. reaching for the fruit that's unattainable
0: oh, there's no adventure that's no adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. A lot of my favorite traveling. So the first time I went overseas, I was I was really lucky. I was um I was 17. It was right before I went to college, and my best friend growing up was Greek. So her family all lives in Greece and stuff. So I went over to Greece and met her and her mom, and uh, so I got to stay you know with her family the whole time and and uh, and it wasn't. Well, I mean I had culture shock at first because everything was you know, I just, I, it was different, it was the same, but it was different, and, um, but her family did not plan anything, like they didn't believe in planning anything, and it was summer, so we were taking these ferry boats between the islands and stuff, and uh, her mom, her mom decided, uh, she was like, oh, we'll get a hotel, We, you know, we'll get it when we get there, and I'm like, are you sure? Like, cause you know, I'm, I'm 17. Like, are you sure we're going to be able to get a hotel? So we get to some Island and uh, there's no hotels, like completely, completely, you know, full. And I'm like, and then the last, then our ferry boat had left, like the one we were supposed to get on had left. So we were there just like, okay, what do we do? So we found this abandoned house and her mom, (laughs) this little, like very serious Greek lady, She's she's like, I'll take the luggage. You go, go, go walk around, do whatever. So we went, <laughs> so we found a nightclub, Helen and I, uh, and we, her mom stayed with our luggage, just like sat there with our luggage at this abandoned house. We went to this nightclub till four or five in the morning cause they don't close, you yeah. know, at all. And then, then we went back and found her mom, went, uh, you know, and met all these people at the nightclub and then went, fell asleep at a cafe, like outside on the couches and stuff. And then they kicked us out when they, they opened. So then we went to a, a wall and just like fell asleep on the top of the little, you know, little wall. And then we got on the boat and it was so much fun. I would have never had that ex- so that experience if I had a hotel room, you know, like with nice sheets and stuff, you know, so. You so. never,
1: th- 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 my, my goal is you never plan for adventure. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if you plan, you probably won't have an adventure.
0: Yeah, but. um yeah so i know exactly what you mean because even i do it too i'll sit home with netflix and it's like
1: you could be the one having the adventure yeah watching
0: i know and that, that's kind of what i get mad at when i see awesome stuff i'll give going you a good on.
1: example my father was a professional baseball player never watched a, a game in his life on tv i said dad why don't you watch the game yeah he says it's like eating without swallowing
0: yeah yeah
1: the game was the thing, not watching a game. in the same I see people vicariously living through other people and they're wondering why their lives are empty. Mm-hmm. Because you can have a piece of that yourself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you have to be in danger. It doesn't mean that you have to uh, do without. But some of that does help,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and, and it makes it worthwhile. And you'll always have something to talk about. I was in Alaska for three years. The things that I remember are the dangers, mm-hmm. the times that I was just that close, mm-hmm. okay? And I'll never give it up for anything in the world. Yeah. See?
0: I love it. We would love yeah. anything, any more about Lakeland you can think of.
1: I uh, I see the growth. I see uh, Lakeland had, the arts in Lakeland had been very, I hate to say because I don't want to put fingers on anybody. Uh, they're, they're not thinking as artists. Uh, you need a girlfriend. I need a girlfriend. And my girlfriend is uh, the arts. And if I'm gonna pick a girlfriend, I'm not gonna pick one that is gonna plan everything. If I'm gonna pick somebody that's like me. The flows, goes with the flow. And life, of, if you wanna promote Lakeland, Learn to flow like an artist. Or get artists to get other artists. We uh, make community because we find people that are like us. If you want Lakeland to grow, get people like us. All right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Fortunately, we're very accepting. I mean, for, for, for a southern state, which is, a red state, very, very fortunate, in that we're very accepting, and it shows in our art. And I think we have to keep on doing that. We have to keep on uh, promoting things that bring on those people that to make them stay, to make this their home, mm-hmm. so they can sell their art in New York, but they stay here.
0: Yeah. So, is there anything that you're personally working on, or anything in, that you know of coming up in the city that you're excited about for the future?
1: Yeah, I, I uh, there's this uh, group, and they're gonna hate me because I forgot their name, because I'm I'm old. Okay, come on, cut me some slack. Uh, they're they're a theater group, and I was just enthralled by them. Okay, and uh, they, uh I told my daughter. I think I found a group for you. And she really was looking for something to get her teeth into, you know, uh, something where she could give back to Lakeland. And you have to realize, there's a lot of people out there that if you mention, how about giving something back to Lakeland that are famous, they will. And we have to promote that. Uh, I know game designers, I know animators, I know uh, TV producers, and these are my students, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Apart from that, there's so many other, and they're from Lakeland. Their parents live in Lakeland, okay? Mm -hmm. And we have to promote them and get them to invest in the place where they grew up, invest in the nursery where all this came from. It didn't come out of nowhere. Yeah. It didn't come out of nowhere
0: what are a couple of your favorite mediums
1: sculpture sculpture uh painting is a uh for lack of a better word for me it's failed because i'm not that good at it i don't consider myself that good at it oh people what's so great you know yeah yeah okay i have formal training in it and everything but it's the sculpturing because i get my hands into that stuff and I can feel the passion, I can feel the pain, I can feel the happiness when I'm work when I'm working it, and uh, my my artwork is emotional. Even if it's a person just sitting and writing, you can see the emotion, and I, I love that. I love to do our uh, larger pieces, but I don't have the money to do larger pieces. You know, mm-hmm. uh, maybe if somebody gets a <laughs> into this. Maybe they'll say, hey, Rick, how about making a large piece for, uh, <laughs> I have the, my, uh, my immigrant line, which I'd love to me, uh, you'll see p- pieces of it, obviously, uh, to me, they're maquettes, they're just little pieces, I would love to make them at least four feet tall, you know,
0: mm-hmm. and can you talk about Yeah, I church? have
1: the Italians, I have the Irish, I have the Jews, I have the uh, the blacks okay and they're uh, they're all what uh, about when they moved to america the uh the only one that's not moved to america is the blacks because i have the underground railroad but it, even in in that one it it tells a story here here she's talking and she's saying he's got still got his chain on and she's talking to him and she's saying how great that he's going to go with her and then he goes Shh. Okay, and that moment—that's the moment you that's see.
0: Cool. Do see, you have models for this, or do you just?
1: Uh, well, I, I, I start out with small maquettes, and then I work up, and then I work but up. But as
0: far as the actual people go, do you work off of photographs, or just do you just make them up?
1: I, I, I see them.
0: That's so cool.
1: Yeah, and and the Irish is from uh, a tree grows in Brooklyn. Uh, it's not part of the, uh, of the book. Um, she mm-hmm. is uh her little brother dies you see the little brother there mm-hmm. and the mom dies from consumption and she's left with her father and uh he becomes an alcoholic and she raises him okay and, they, and it has a beautiful ending but the roughness is yeah. what it's all about i love,
0: I love those well, what's a good way for me to contact you if I have, because we might do a little voiceover where I'm kind of talking and, you know, and like we're right, showing right. stuff. Um, if I have a question for you, what's the best way for me to come? Well, I know Olivo. you don't have a phone, but
1: <laughs> Rick Olivo studio
0: um, through the Facebook? Uh, Facebook. Okay, so you check that regularly? Yes, right. Okay. So I'll do that. Um, so I know Jamin's waiting for me. <laughs> so let me uh, I think we're I think we're good. We we might need what we might do is um, when you guys are closer to the end because I think Nate's gonna come back like let me see what is it may it's May now it's due June 10th right Right. okay so I think we're gonna he's at least he's gonna come back a couple times and um, do a little like progress but so I don't know if we're gonna film any more on-camera stuff or not but I don't know I think it'll be I think it'll be good we might do a